Prometheus, as told from Percy Jackson's Greek Gods by Rick Riordan. Next, Ipetus and Clymene had a son named Prometheus, who was almost as clever as Kronos. According to some legends, Prometheus invented a minor life form you might have heard of, humans. One day, he was just messing around at the riverbank, building stuff out of wet clay, when he sculpted a couple of funny-looking figures similar to titans, only much smaller and easier to smash. Maybe some blood of Uranus got in the clay, or maybe Prometheus breathed life into the figures on purpose. I don't know. But the clay creatures came to life and became the first two humans. Did Prometheus get a medal for that? Nah. The titans looked on humans the way we might look on gerbils. Some titans thought humans were kind of cute, though they died awfully quick and didn't really serve any purpose. Other titans thought they were repulsive rodents. Some titans didn't pay them any attention at all. As for humans, they mostly just cowered in their caves and scurried around trying not to get stepped on. Excerpt 2 At first, there was only one hearth in the world, and that belonged to the gods. Fire was like their trademark property. The puny humans didn't know how to make it. They were still cowering in their caves, grunting and picking their noses and hitting each other with their clubs. The titan Prometheus, who had made those little dudes out of clay, really felt sorry for them. After all, he created them to look like immortals. He was pretty sure they were capable of acting like immortals too. They just needed a little help to get started. Whenever Prometheus visited Olympus, he watched the gods gather at Hestia's hearth. Fire was the single most important thing that made the palace a home. You could use fire to keep warm. You could cook with it. You could make hot beverages. You could light torches at night. You could play any number of funny practical jokes with hot coals. If only humans had some fire. Finally, Prometheus got up his courage and spoke to Zeus. Hey, Lord Zeus, he said. Uh, I thought I should show the humans how to make fire. Zeus frowned. Humans? You mean those dirty little guys that make funny shrieks when you step on them? Why would they need fire? They could learn to be more like us, Prometheus said. They could build houses, make cities, all sorts of things. That, Zeus said, is the worst idea I have ever heard. Next, you're going to want to arm those cockroaches. Give them fire and they're going to take over the world. They'll eat, get all uppity and decide they're as good as immortals. No, I absolutely forbid it. But Prometheus couldn't let it go. He kept looking at Hestia sitting next to her hearth. He admired the way she kept the Olympian family together with her sacred fires. It was, just wasn't fair, Prometheus decided. Humans deserved some comfort. What happened next? Well, most versions of the story say that Prometheus stole hot coals from the hearth. He hid them in a hollowed stalk of a fennel plant. Though you'd think somebody would notice him sneaking out of the palace with a smoldering plant that smelled like burning licorice. None of the stories mention that Hestia helped Prometheus. But the thing is, how could she not have known what he was doing? She was always at the hearth. There's no way Prometheus could have stolen fire without Hestia noticing. Personally, 
I think she had sympathy for Prometheus and those little humans. Hestia was kind-hearted that way. I think she either helped Prometheus or at least turned a blind eye and let him steal the hot coals. Whatever the case, Prometheus sneaked out of Olympus with his secret burning liquor stick and gave it to the humans. It took a while for them to learn how to use the flaming stuff without killing themselves, but finally they managed, and the idea spread like, well, wildfire. Usually Zeus didn't pay much attention to what was happening down on Earth. After all, the sky was his domain. But one clear night, he stood at the balcony on Mount Olympus and noticed that the world was freckled with lights. In houses and towns and even a few cities, the humans had come out of their caves. That little punk, Zeus grumbled, Prometheus armed the cockroaches. Next to him, the goddess Hera said, Uh, what? Nothing, Zeus muttered. He yelled to his guards, Find Prometheus and get him here. Now. Zeus was not pleased. He didn't like it when somebody disobeyed his orders, especially when that somebody was a titan whom Zeus had generally spared after war. Zeus was so displeased, he decided to punish Prometheus in a way no one would ever forget. He chained the titan to a rock on Mount Caucasus at the eastern edge of the world, then summoned a huge eagle, which was Zeus's sacred animal, to peck open Prometheus's belly and feed on his liver. Oh, sorry, that was a little gross. I hope you weren't on your way to lunch. Every day, the eagle would rip Prometheus open and chow down, and every night Prometheus would heal up, grow a new liver, just in time for the eagle to show up the next morning. The other gods and titans got the message. Don't disobey Zeus or bad things will happen to you. Most likely involving chains, livers, and hungry eagles. As for Hestia, no one accused her of anything, but she must have felt bad for Prometheus because she made sure his sacrifice wasn't in vain. She became the goddess of all hearths across the world and every mortal home. The central fireplace was sacred to her. If you needed protection, like if someone was chasing you or beating you up, you ran to the nearest hearth and no one could touch you there. Whoever lived in that house was obligated to help you if you asked for sanctuary. Families would take their important oaths at the hearth, and whenever they burned a portion of their meal as a sacrifice to the gods, part of that sacrifice went to Hestia. As towns and cities grew, they operated just like individual homes. Each town had a central hearth that was under Hestia's protection. If you were an ambassador from another city, you always visited the hearth first to proclaim that you had come in peace. If you got in trouble and you made it to the town hearth, no one in that city could harm you. In fact, citizens were honor-bound to protect you. It turned out Prometheus was right. Humans did start acting like the gods, for better or worse. Eventually, the gods got used to this and accepted it. The humans built temples for them, burned sweet-selling sacrifices, and chanted about how awesome the Olympians were. That certainly helped. Still, Zeus didn't forgive Prometheus for disobeying his orders. Eventually, Prometheus got freed. But that's another story.